Happy Thursday, friend. I'm right back in your ear today, and I'm talking about anxiety. The challenges of anxiety, how it's linked to eating disorders, and I get this question all the time. If I'm obsessing over my health and my weight and it's difficult to truly get through the day without having an anxiety attack and I'm experiencing frequent anxiety, how can I help cope? I can't stop thinking about food. I wanna get out of this unhealthy cycle, but then I get upset trying to do that. And then I cling to unhealthy coping mechanisms like my eating disorder because I feel out of control. Thus, I experience higher levels of anxiety. How do I escape the vicious cycle? Well, today, friend, we're gonna talk about anxiety and I won't even begin to hit the surface on this topic, but I want to share an episode on this with you and I encourage you today, listen in. If this hits home for you, share it with a friend, do me a solid, go out to iTunes and rate and review the show. You're not gonna wanna miss today's episode. Let's dive right in. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self Podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Hey girl, I'm going to start today's show by giving you a formal disclaimer. You can listen to the disclaimer of my podcast, but in today's show, I am talking about anxiety and I am not a clinical anything. I am completely recovered from anorexia and my life's mission is to help you find freedom from food and your body and truly live a life that you've only dreamed of. I have healed my own life and I've done so with a gazillion different techniques, but in a nutshell, I have healed my life through four different angles, through my body and my emotions, my mental health, as well as my thoughts. And sister, I just want you to know today that you're listening to today's show, which means that you're ready. You're ready to heal those things within you. Recovery takes time. And I also want you to know that while I might not be a clinician, I have so much knowledge in this space. And I truly believe the value of a recovery coach, which is why I do what I do, is so beneficial to your journey. So while I might not be the only person on your care team, I will promise to show up for you, not only in your ear, multiple times a week, but if you're looking for that accountability, I may just be your girl. Sister, I've dealt with that anxiety, that crippling, my chest is heavy, and it's a vicious cycle. And today I want you to really listen in as I talk through some research and I do bring in some science here. Because again, disclaimer, totally not clinical. But I'm just sharing my personal journey, I'm sharing what I've researched, 
and I'm sharing what I have experienced working in this space. And as we continue to study eating disorders, we continue to grow and we continue to learn and we can continue to understand how anxiety and eating disorders cohabitate. According to the National Institute of Health, roughly 65% of people with an eating disorder also are diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. And 48% being anorexia, 81% of those with bulimia, and 65% of those with binge eating disorder, and then 58% with avoidant restrictive disorder. And so what I want to talk with you about today is that nearly more, more than half, right, of our population are experiencing anxiety and also an eating disorder. And anxiety disorders are also mental health conditions that can either predate an eating disorder, continue during, or persist thus after. However, during recovery, you can experience a heightened anxiety. And it is proven that anxiety can be heightened if you struggle with disordered eating because you're constantly in this vicious cycle. And I'm going to talk about it today, but I'm sure if you experience this in your own personal life, then you're going to be able to relate to the things that I share. Anxiety is the magnified response of fear or dread. When it comes to certain situations, around certain people, around certain places, when I think about my personal experience with anxiety as well as my eating disorder, one would actually intertwine with the other because I would have anxiety around food. I've had anxiety around eating around other people. I would have anxiety over what I was going to pick on the menu. I would have anxiety over whether or not I was going to be watched or whether or not somebody would judge me if I ate a certain thing. Sister, if you're experiencing those things, I just want you to know that you're not alone. In fact, anxiety is actually way more common than you think, not to mention coupling it with an eating disorder. But 30% of all adults have anxiety at some point in their life. And there are many different kinds. You can have panic disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder. I have done an episode on OCD, so you'll want to go and check episode 47, where I get into some more details and research regarding OCD specifically. But other types of anxiety include phobias, social anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder. And did you know that anxiety can distort your perception of your body? Which really fuels the development and never-ending cycle of an eating disorder. And the anxiety of control and perfectionism also causes you to want to cling and yet push away of your disordered eating relationship and behaviors at the same time. And so that was where I found myself in my cycle. I would constantly feel like I was terrified of gaining weight and then the fear of losing control. And so I would resort to these comfortable, unhealthy patterns in my life. I had anxiety around food, anxiety around eating, anxiety around meal prepping, anxiety around going to the grocery store and looking at the labels. I sadly would cope 
with my own anxiety by restricting. And maybe you're doing that too, girl. Maybe you are only turning to your rigid routines and your safe foods because you get anxious when you try to go outside of your box. Maybe you also experience anxiety around your body. What am I going to look like if I have more weight added to my build? What am I going to look like? What are people going to think of me? Maybe you have some anxiety around your circumstances. You have stress from a job. You have stress from a family member. Maybe you're a caretaker of somebody close to you that's going through some health conditions. And you feel like you constantly have to be the one to always have it together. You have kids and life is crazy and you have responsibilities and you're consciously conscious of the stress that you experience. And sadly, maybe you try to cope with your anxiety by restricting, by gaining control, and you only turn to those safe, comfortable things. I hear you. I get you. Maybe you have anxiety that is around others. And I talked about this a little bit, but the fear of sitting around a table of friends or going to a family function event and feeling like people are staring at you watching you eat. I won't go on a tangent here, but I will say that when I was going through treatment for my anorexia, my biggest anxiety was coming home from that experience and having to sit around the Thanksgiving dinner table and being judged. Is Lindsay going to get the role? Is Lindsay going to move food around on her plate? Is Lindsay going to pretend like she's eating? Are people going to watch me eat? Are people going to look at me and think differently of me? How am I going to sit there? Am I going to be comparing myself to everyone around me, wanting the role, and then they don't grab one? And so then what is that going to make me feel and look like if I have one, right? It's all these things. It's fear of critical comments like, oh my gosh, you look so healthy now. I'm so glad you decided to gain some weight. I feel you because I was there. The thoughts And the fear of eating and social settings, the fear of that judgment and that comparison is no lie. It is crippling. And you can actually have anxiety about your anxiety. Like thoughts that this is just a hopeless situation and I'm never going to be unanxious and I'm never going to get myself out of this. It's a constant cycle. I want a way out. Where is the door to escape from? Like, where is it? Another form of this anxiety is the fear of the future. Maybe you're so scared of what it's going to look like to be in recovery or what it's going to look like if you actually recover or what is it going to mean about you if you can't. Sister, all of that, all of that is just your mind trying to keep you safe. It's just your mind trying to keep you in your comfort zone. Anxiety of the future is normal, especially when you've been doing these things for so long, maybe even decades. And so you have this fear in your mind play out, like what will a recovered me look like? Is that even possible? What will I be like? And what will I do in my spare time when I'm not literally obsessing about food? Change is possible. Taking charge over your life is possible. Combating and conquering and dealing and not just dealing, but learning how to thrive, 
with anxiety and healing your relationship with food and body is imperative if you want to live a life of freedom. So today I want to talk about a couple things that are going to help you get some steps in front of you to get into a better place. Number one is I want you to find a tribe, a community. Don't navigate this by yourself. Anxiety and eating disorders are very isolating. And I want you to know that this isn't one of those things that you can just sit and try to figure out alone. Okay, I want you to actually actually I want you to actually ask yourself, has doing this alone up to this point been working for me? Am I truly experiencing peace or my symptoms getting better? Like, where am I right now? If I feel like I'm literally one day away from a panic attack and I'm one day away of not freaking knowing what to do next because I just can't deal with this. I'm crawling out of my skin. I want you to find a tribe and a community. Don't navigate healing alone. You can come join us in our private Facebook community. We have ladies out there that are going through anxiety and are going through recovery and healing just like you. It's okay. There's no shame. There's no judgment. Come find us. The link to our private Facebook community is in the show notes below. As I'm recording this, we are Hope and Healing for Eating Disorder Recovery. You'll want to check us out. And also know that it's okay to ask for help and support. Not only is it okay, but it's imperative. Getting a care team, getting a therapist or a dietitian, finding a level of treatment that's going to work for you. It's time to get real. Sister, maybe a recovery coach is what you need. And whether or not I'm going to be that person for you, I want you to truly invest in you. I want you to start putting your health first. This is so much more than weight on a scale. Don't you see it? Number three is I want you to do the exact thing that you are terrified of. We allow our anxiety and our eating disorder to create this scary, fear-driven monster that lives inside of our mind. And in order to get out of that place, we have to accept, A, that we're there. We have to be aware of what it is that we are doing that is keeping us here. And sometimes it's doing the exact thing that you're truly terrified of. And it's time to make a plan to do that. So if you've been sitting with just crippling anxiety and fear, fear of food, fear of eating, fear of not knowing what to eat next, fear of not knowing how to get out of it, sometimes you feel like you know all of what to do, but you need support, you need accountability, you need an example, you obsess over your health and your weight and it's difficult to get through the day without having anxiety of some sort and you truly do want to be better and live healthier, then Think about one action that you can start taking this week when you're feeling afraid, when you're feeling anxious. Sit with that feeling. Sit with how you're feeling. Sit with why you're feeling it. Dieting and restricting affects the brain more than you can even imagine. Since our brain literally produces every single thought it literally remembers most all of our experiences 
Nine times out of 10, Eric definitely remembers the ones that we sometimes want to forget. It thrives off of safety and keeping us alive and comfortable, no matter the cost of that. And well, in order to be able to allow it to function at its best, we have to feed it. Feeding it well and enough is critical to your daily functioning. When you are reducing your calories, when you are reducing your nutrients, this actually affects your brain balance. And the benefits of different macronutrients and food is insane. And I'm not gonna go into too many details here, but I will call out a couple of things. So the nutrition counseling and the treatment of eating disorders refers to the benefits of carbohydrates. Okay, this is the source of fuel for your brain. It is the source of fuel for your brain. And if you don't get enough of them, you're gonna have headaches, fatigue, muscle weakness, you're gonna have tons of difficulty concentrating, you're going to lack that emotional regulation, you're gonna have constipation or anxiety with being in this place. Maybe you have difficulty sleeping. Sister, all of this is important, but carbs are truly important. And protein, it is what helps your muscle maintain their strength. It repairs the function of your tissues and so many different things, your metabolism, your digestion. It's actually used to make antibodies and support a healthy immune system. If you don't get enough protein, you're going to have brittle hair, you're gonna have hair loss, all of these different effects when you think about eating disorders. You're gonna become sick more often. I don't know about you, but when I was in the worst of my worst, I felt like every single week I was sick. I felt awful all the time. And I blamed it on everything else. And fats, don't even get me started. But the brain is 60% fat. And cells are constantly needing to regenerate in your body. And when you don't get enough fats, how are you going to have new brain cells that are actually healthy? What does this do? Well, if you don't get enough, you're going to think about food more. You're going to feel like you're eating all the time. Maybe you're picking body fat. It aids in your body temperature, your regulation. It protects your organs. Sister, It's so important that you are giving your body nourishment so that you can not only stay alive, so that you can be performing to the best that you possibly can. And what I just want you to know today is that all of this, anxiety, eating disorders, both of them combined, it can be so hard. It can be hard. It can feel like you are chained, not even sure what to do next. Every single day, it feels like 51st dates, like you're constantly in the struggle. But what I want to ensure you today is that you're not alone. You're not alone. And you can have multiple different types of anxiety and you can mitigate it. You can learn how to help navigate your anxiety. You can find health professionals and you can create what I call a battle plan against all of these triggers in your life that are gonna set you up so that you're not turning to unhealthy coping mechanisms. I want you today to take a good look at where you are. Are you anxious all the time? If so, 
come find a friend in our community. I want you to get real with you and get a care team and support. Reach out. I would love to hear from you. Drop me an email, info at lindsaynickel.com. I personally write you back. Last but not least, do the exact thing today, right now, that you are fearful of. It's okay that you're here. It's okay that you feel like you're at the bottom. Because you know what? The only place to go is up. And I've got your back and I'm pulling for you. Anxiety can be real and hard and so painful to overcome. And so can your eating disorder. But with a plan and with direction, with a strategy, and with somebody working alongside you that's been there, done that, gotten the t-shirt, and now wears it proudly, I just want you to know that it's possible for you. Change is possible for you. Living without anxiety that is disrupting your every single day is possible. Taking charge of your life is possible. It's time to get out of this place where you're just here. And it's time to start living into the purpose that you are meant to be here for. Friend, I hope that this episode has blessed you today. And I want you to know that I love you. I see you. And you're here for so much more than this. Walk in your truth today, sister. And do something that your future self is going to thank you for. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.